Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Kelly Erickson on the line, and I have actually known her since junior high, and then I was getting my lashes done with her. And oh my gosh, they look so good all the time. <laughs> but um, she is, well, Kelly, I'll let you introduce yourself. But she's one of my good friends, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. But Kelly, go ahead and introduce yourself, introduce your business, kind of introduce um, where you're currently at salon wise. Okay. Hi, um, I'm Kelly. So I am a licensed esthetician. I have been in the industry for about two years, so I've been doing eyelashes since March of 2018, so it's been two years now, and I just went to school this time last year. I was getting ready to start school, which is crazy, like time flies. Right. Um, but so I've been licensed and like took all my state boards and everything, um, so I've been officially licensed since December, okay. and um, I've been... I have a, my own little business out of my house, so my parents have been generous enough to let me use their space at their house, their little office, like right off the front door when you first walk in, little office, and to have a bed there with a table warmer now, there's a lot more since I saw you last. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta come back. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much in there now, I got a wax, wax pot set up and everything, I have a steamer, a light, um towel cabbie all that stuff so now there I'm doing eyelashes still waxing mainly facial waxing I don't dip into the Brazilians yeah. <laughs> not my favorite thing to do right to admit that but um facials and basically it, like waxing facials and lashes so okay that's what I do I'm also I work part-time at a, at a spa called Fuchsia Spa. We have a couple of different locations, but I'm based out of the Santan location. So it's like Bobbist and Pecos right by that Costco. Uh-huh. So I just work there part-time, um, basically doing the same thing, just facials and waxing, no lashes there. So okay. just part-time and then just really working on growing my business outside of my, my house. Yeah. So I didn't even know that Fuchsia had another location. How many do they have across the valley? Yeah, so they have the Dana Park one, uh-huh. um, and then they have Santan, and they actually have an Ahwatukee, which is like borderline Chandler. Oh, yeah. So it's actually not too far away. That's where I did my practical interview when I when I was applying. Oh. Um, I went to the Ahwatukee, but they also have one in Phoenix on High Street, and they have one in Tucson, too. So Holy cow. We have a few, yeah, we have a few <clears throat> locations. Like, I usually work pretty closely with the girls at the Dana Park location. Okay. So Dana Park and Santan, we work together a lot. Yeah. I don't hear as much from the other location just because they're further away but sure. all still the same services and everything like across the board that's like more of people who want to like relax and they it the facials will include a hand and arm massage and okay. a neck and shoulder and scalp and face massage so oh, that's cow. for people who like just want to feel good <laughs> yeah so that's, that's a lot of my clients they just want to get in they just want to relax and yeah most of them fall asleep so <laughs> 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 no that's fun and then I mean, when did you kind of realize that you wanted to be an esthetician? So, it's 
kind of, I don't know. Like two years ago, I was working at a call center doing collections for car loans, uh-huh. which was really good money, but it sucks. Like getting yelled at all day yeah. from people yeah. and just like basically asking people for money all day long right. um, sucks. So I was like, I know I don't want to be here forever. Like I want to do something more. And the guy I was dating at the time, I, like, told him, I was, like, I want to do aesthetics. Like, I want to go to school and, like, be an esthetician. Because when I was in high school, my first job, I don't know if you remember this, my first job was Massage Envy. I was a receptionist. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) so that was, like, the best job ever. I got, like, $20 facials, $20 massage. That's when I, like, first was introduced to the aesthetics industry was when I worked there. Uh I have struggled with, with acne since I was, like, 15 like uh-huh. my skin has always been really really bad hopefully uh-huh. you don't remember that part of me but <laughs> um my skin's always been really bad and I've I've seriously tried like I've like 20 different brands like wow. just trying to to <clears throat> figure out what helps my skin sure. and so that's another reason why I was like so interested in it so one of the estheticians at Massage Envy like really helped me get my skin back on track uh-huh. and that's why I was like this is so cool like and I felt so much more confident afterwards and I'm like I love the way that I feel now and I want to make other people, like, feel that same way. Like, no matter what, whether it's acne or acne scarring or sure. wrinkles or, like, whatever it is, like, I want to help people feel this way. Yeah. So I just, like, took that, like, how I'm feeling. And I'm like, I want to help other people feel that way because, I don't know, it's it's really hard. And it's really easy to, like, make people feel bad, sure. you know? Yeah. I'm a very yeah. sarcastic person. So I feel yeah. like, for me... If you don't know my personality, like, right off the bat, if I'm just, like, just go for it, people can probably <laughs> take me the wrong way. So, that's why I'm, like, I want to help people feel good yeah. and look good yep. and mainly look good. But, like, at the end of the day, like, no matter what your skin is, like, you should still feel beautiful. You right. Know? So, that's just, like, that's one thing that I've, like, I'm just so passionate about it. And so then I told my boyfriend at the time that I wanted to go to school and he's like well that's kind of a lot of money like you might hate it and I was like yeah you're right so I went and did a class for lashes mm-hmm. so I got trained in that first and then the more I did lashes the more I just loved it like seeing clients back every two or three weeks you know and just like following up with them and building a relationship with my clients and a friendship with my clients but at the same time being able to make them like look good and feel good when they leave you know that's just like a big thing and I feel like it's almost kind of therapy like they lay on my bed for me to do their lashes and they just talk Talk. and I I listen you know it's it's like it it really is therapy and it's therapy for me too when I get my own eyelashes done like Uh my eyelash lady knows basically everything about me she knows more about me than my parents do right (laughs) so I don't know I just love it and then after doing that for a year, I was like, okay, I want, I want to do more. So then I decided to go to school, and I didn't think that I would love skin as much as I do. Uh-huh. I thought I would still just be like gung ho, like lashes, lashes all yeah. day, every day, and just have the license. But yeah. the more I was in school, the more I just like fell in love with like skin and helping people's skin look good and feel good. Because lashes aren't for everybody. Not everybody. Right likes to keep up on them or pay the money for them or even like the way they look in them but everybody everybody guys and girls like they feel good after facial yeah yeah facial or I even seen like you dermaplane people I think that's so I feel like Emma needs to be dermaplane (laughs) (laughs) I know it's so bad I'll like I'll be I was talking to my neighbor the other day and I'm like oh my gosh here's my card like I just I I love dermaplaning it's like one of my favorite things so 
people who don't know what dermal planning is, it's a medical grade scalpel. It sounds a lot scarier than it is, but basically <laughs> it's held at an angle to where it doesn't cut you, obviously. Right. <laughs> but it removes that top layer of dead skin and Bella's hair, so like peach fuzz. So mm-hmm. it helps. It's really beneficial in a facial because you're getting all these products on your skin and it just helps deep, like get sink deeper More. into your skin yeah. because that yeah. layer of dead skin and that hair is gone. So those products really penetrate into your skin better. And then I have brides who will do it like a day or two before their wedding and their makeup for their wedding is just flawless because Uh, their skin is so smooth. It's like, it's basically like a baby's butt. Like your skin is just so smooth. So yeah, that's one of my favorite things because it's, there's an immediate result. You can tell and you can feel like a huge difference after dermaplaning. So So then how often are you supposed to get dermaplaning? Or, like, does it just depend, like, how fast the hair grows back, or? So, your hair doesn't grow back any any faster or any thicker or any darker after dermaplaning. Okay. Um, the standard, it's, like, once a month, so, like, four to okay. six weeks, and it's what they say, but you can even do it more than that. I personally will do it, like, every three weeks, just because I'm high maintenance, so yeah. <laughs> I like my skin to be, like, soft all the time, so yeah. I do wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. So, I like my makeup to look as as smooth as possible, especially when I'm, like, talking face-to-face with clients and stuff. Sure. So, for me, I do it every three weeks, sometimes even every two weeks, just depends on, like, if I have something to do or someplace to be. Mm-hmm. So, there's not really a time limit on it. You could really do it every week if you really wanted to. Sure. It's just an exfoliant. It's not a, a super aggressive procedure or anything. I gotcha. So, then... um what is your favorite service? I Did you say facials was your favorite, or do you have a favorite that you like to do? It's so hard. I feel like it depends <laughs> on the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I really love a fresh set of lashes. Like, okay. someone who's never had lashes before, or yeah. even if they've taken a break from lashes, and they yeah. come back and they get a brand new full set. Yeah. It's definitely the hardest service for me to perform, because it's so tedious, and... Sure. You're, it's a clean slate. There's you have like 100 to 200 lashes per eye uh-huh. that I'm I'm putting a fake eyelash on every single one. You mm-hmm. know, so it's mm-hmm. it's one of the hardest for me, but I feel like that's why I love it so much because there's so much satisfaction in that when you're done and you see the final product and it, it just looks so good and you feel so good afterwards. Like right. not physically, you don't feel good because I've been like bending over. You know, yeah, like, oh, <laughs> need a massage now, but yeah. um, but just to see it. It's the most rewarding, yeah. and that's why yeah. I love it. But skin-wise, dermaplaning is probably my favorite. So I'm like feeling yeah. my face, and I feel like I need a dermaplane. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do that too. I'm like, okay, it's time. I feel my face. I'm like, okay, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then let's chat about like how you got in touch or how you got on at Fuchsia. Like, what that process kind of looked like for you. So my older sister is a cosmetologist. So she does hair. She Fuchsia like six years ago they they used to do nails so they used to have a pedicure station, oh wait do they not do nails station. anymore no we we stopped we're, oh. we're really working more towards skin now okay. so we brought in like led therapy lights with oh, three okay. different settings like an aging setting um an acne setting and then a healing setting so okay. we have those and then we have like an infrared sauna now which helps just to kind of help with the detox uh-huh. and then we have compression boots so they moved out the pedicure station and they put in 
some beds where you can either use the LED therapy on any part of your body. Like I've even seen people use it on their like lower back, uh-huh. the healing setting on their lower back uh-huh. um, to really, cause light is just like such a powerful thing that can, sure. can do so many things. So yeah, we don't do nails anymore, but my sister used to work there. She used to do nails Okay. and she told me like still to this day, it's like her favorite job she's ever had. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, well, it sounds like a lot of fun. So I went, I applied, I didn't hear anything back. I called them like two weeks later. I'm like, hey, I applied on Indeed and Uh just want to hear back. And they called me back that same day, Uh did an interview, and then did an in-person interview. And then I had a practical interview where I actually had to give someone a facial. Okay, just so they could see um, you work. Yeah. She said basically they just want to feel like technique wise and sure. like pressure and just like how how you flow because you really don't know right put your hands on someone like sure. if, they're, if they're gonna be good or not. But. So was it like someone that worked there or was it an actual client? So she's um, yeah it was the lead esthetician. So I okay. have like I have a couple different like bosses, but uh-huh. the. The main boss I have, she's also an esthetician. She's been an esthetician for, like, eight years, I think she said. Uh-huh. So I actually was giving her the facials. So uh-huh. she wanted to feel it. And then she was the one who went on to train me and stuff. Sure. So, That's kind of yeah. cool how they do those processes then. I like that. Yeah, it was so fun. I, like, showed up in, like, black scrubs. And I have these bright pink, like, CrossFit shoes. Oh, I love that. that. <laughs> I don't wear them ever except to go to work now. But yeah. fuchsia is, like, bright pink. Has right. Like so you're like yeah, I'm it ready so it like, yeah it was the most like nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my life probably but like, right and because you're like literally like doing it on your boss so <laughs> yeah yeah and I didn't I didn't know that she'd be the one to like go on and train or anything but still for like somebody who's just licensed like just right. out of school like recently yeah. like it's a lot of pressure because there's a lot of estheticians it's a really really competitive market like there's a lot of girls who want the job that I got you know so I just feel super lucky and super blessed to to have that opportunity so so I mean like how many were in your graduating class oh um there was only there was 11 in my class so normally the classes take up to 14 okay but we only have 11 girls in our class or maybe I don't remember (laughs) I have like (laughs) I have the worst memory ever but I want to say there was 11 of us okay um Hopefully someone that's listening can tell me that I'm wrong. But, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so there was like 11 of us, and then they they had classes starting every five weeks. So my, like, graduation ceremony was with, like, two other classes. So it wasn't just, like, a small, like, 11 graduating oh, okay. classes. There was a lot of us, like, at the ceremony together. Because uh-huh. they do, like, graduations, like, every, like, four months or so. Because they have people graduating, like, every month. And they're not going to have, like, a whole ceremony every month. So they sure. usually just group it together and do, like, months at a time, so. Okay. But then, like, once, I mean, you get your license and everything, like, obviously, like, that's on you then, like, to go and find your own spot, right? I mean, I guess that's with any graduation, right? Or how does that kind of work? Yeah. <laughs> so after you after you finish the your hours, it's six hundred hours. It's required for the state of Arizona. So mm. after you finish your hours, you have to put in a request with the Arizona State Board of Cosmetology, okay. and they respond to you 
months later and they give you a date. So you have to take a written test, you have to take a practical test. So the written test is like 110 questions, you go to a testing center and you take it. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the in-person state board test, which you go to, mine was at NOAA Event Center in Chandler. Okay. Yeah. And it's basically just like a huge ballroom where they have these tables set up and you're in like a U-shaped table with like six or seven other girls that you don't know mm -hmm. that have gone to other schools or whatever. And so there's evaluators sitting there watching you and they say, okay, your first portion, you will now perform cleansing the face. And so you just have um, to go through the motions the and they watch you. They have a clipboard. They watch you. They write things down. It's like the scariest thing ever. Holy That's cow. actually That was probably like the most nerve-wracking experience yeah. other than my in-person practical interview but so after you take all those there's a there's a huge waiting list so I finished school in September middle of September uh -huh. I didn't have my test until December because it's so backed up there's so many girls wanting to take either cosmetology tests or aesthetics tests or even like nail tech they do all three of those so you know, there's a huge waiting list it's basically you just you have to wait your turn to get an email from state board and then to give you your date and it's basically non-negotiable. You have to make it there, or if you can't, you have to contact them and, and like, something else. And, like, who out. even knows when you could get on next, like, if it took that long, you know? Yeah, it, yeah, that's crazy. It's so crazy, because it's, it's easy to forget a lot of things you learn in school. Right. Three months later, you finally take your test, so I was, like, studying like crazy, like, people would ask me to hang out. I'm like, no, I'm studying. Yeah, well, <laughs> so and then I'm sure there's, like, such a process, you know, and then, like, if you literally don't do it, like, in the exact steps, like, say, obviously, like, once you're out of school and you're just going, you're like, okay, like, I did this, this, and this step, you know, but, like, if they don't, if you don't do it, like, exactly how they want it, like, could they essentially, like, not give you your license, or were they really strict on that, or you had to do it exactly, or what was that kind of like? Yeah, so, the, the with State Board, Basically, it's all about sanitation. So um, it doesn't even matter how you massage the face. Like, we have these mannequin heads that we bring in, so that's who we do the test on. Um, but it doesn't even matter how you use your hands, how you cleanse the face, uh -huh. how you do anything. It matters if you use your hand sanitizer properly. Like, if you're using two hands to pump your hand sanitizer, you put one hand underneath the pump, and you use your other hand to pump it in your hand. Some people will just, like, take one hand, use their thumb to kind of, like, pump it out into their hand, right? Uh -huh. um, but you have to, like, use two hands to really pump, like, the hand sanitizer properly. What? If you drop anything, you have to throw it away. Or, like, if it's something you can't throw away, you have to, like, sanitize it properly. So it's all about sanitation to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I missed my last step. Part of the um, test is makeup, which okay. is, like, kind of dumb because anybody can – be a makeup artist you right. don't have to have a license to be a makeup artist uh -huh. um so the last the last step of the whole practical test is makeup and I forgot to put blush on my mannequin oh, and no. I was freaking out I was like I'm gonna fail I'm gonna have to go back and take this whole test again because no. I missed the very last step uh -huh. but I still pass like they don't it's really hard to fail the, the practical test I feel like unless you're just straight up like very unsanitary yeah so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh i dropped my thing oh i'm gonna use it on the person <laughs> like 
Yeah. Oh it's also hard because you have such a small little work area and you're right, like right next to somebody. Right. So like if they're taking up your room you and you can't talk to people. You cannot right. say a word to anybody, the right. whole thing. So if this girl next to me is taking up half my space, I can't be like, Hey, can you move your stuff? Like you basically just have to let it happen. Right. Or like move it yourself, you know, which I was lucky where I didn't have to deal with that. But some girls that I graduated with said that like they had like no room because the girl next to them just took up all the room so oh my it's gosh. definitely it's a hard process but it's also like you don't have to do it right away like I know some girls that will take like go through school and everything have their hours complete and then mm-hmm. something will come up maybe they're pregnant and they're about to have a baby or something sure. and they don't want to take much else right away so it really is up to you like how quickly you want to go through things but even once you get your license you don't have to get a job right away if you don't want to I feel like a lot of girls go through school and then it's just so frustrating the the end of like getting licensed and everything that they just kind of give up because nobody likes to wait. We're in such a world where people want what they want. They want it now. There's no patience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, it's a patience game, honestly. And I mean, that's where, and we can talk about our generation, if you want to call it that, because we are living in it and we see it. And as both me and you being business owners, we understand the patience game and how it doesn't come right away, you know? Like, yeah, yeah you're going to get people that are going to give you love straight off the bat, which you appreciate them, of course. But, I mean, it's that repeat customers and it's the... It's the retaining, like, like people in, people out type of thing, you know? And, like, are they, like, spreading word of mouth? And are they, you know, am, am I getting new clients? It's just, like, people don't get it, though. And I'm like, what don't you get? Like, think about it for a minute. I know. <laughs> you know? know. It's like, it's what? So, it's What's so wrong with you? When you're in a business, you're like, Okay, you can really see who's in your corner, you know, yep. at that point. Yep. Like, okay, who's really here to support me? It's not even about spending money. It's nope. like, even if you don't like getting lashes done or if you don't want a facial, that's fine. Just, right. like, tell your friends who do like to get those things done or, yep. you know, so. Yeah, it's just it's just the simple, yeah, the simple thing in word of mouth. Like, it's literally free. To share a post, like a post, comment on the post, share a story, share, Mm -hmm. like, anything like that, you know? And, no, it's just, it's so hard, though, because I'll always see, like, Facebook posts on, like, Go Gilbert or whatever, and all these ladies like, I need a lash lady, and then I throw your name out there. But there's, like, 256 of them, (laughs) you know, that it's like, holy cow, like, okay, well... That's uh you know, it's so it's so competitive. And like that's the other thing. It's like there are so many girls out here yeah. in the Valley Mesa Gilbert area that do lashes. Like, oh, their mom does lashes or their mom's friend does lashes or their friend's sister, or you know, like there's always somebody. Sure. And I don't even like if if I have a client that comes to me and they want to go to someone else, that's fine. Like I'm not the type of person who's like super competitive and like you have to come to me right. or I hate you. you right. know? And, like that's such a common misconception in the beauty industry is like if you you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings if you go to one lash type for a year but you decide you want a different style or you want something else you want to go to someone else people are like scared too they're scared of like how their lash type will react and like 
there are some last texts that are like that that are like oh my gosh I hate you now like don't ever talk to me again but I'm like I'm like I want you to love your lashes. Yeah, yeah. And if that's not me, then that's fine. I'll, I have plenty of other friends. I have probably six or seven friends that do lashes too. Right, know? right. So, I mean, it's all, it's all fine. It's all but, relative, though. But yeah, it. I mean, it's just funny though how, um, and it's fun that me and you can chat about things like this because I, I mean, honestly, don't. I mean, this isn't a poo poo on anyone, but there's not a lot of us that our actual business owners, literally from the ground up, you know, like, we literally built this, like, with our <laughs> hands and... Blood, sweat, and tears. Literally, literally <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. But, yeah, literally, um, yeah. People just, it, you just see, like, how business owners work, you know, whether they be old, whether they be young like us, whether they're, you know, middle-aged, and sometimes I'm just like, whoa how have you stayed in business for so long? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get yeah. it, honestly. Sometimes I'm just like, I I don't know. I don't get it. But, you know, hey, if that works for them, then that works for them. But it's like, it blows my mind, literally. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, um, I was burned by um, another esthetician who originally had hired me and then just, like, texted me and was like, never mind. What the <laughs> and heck? I was like, oh, oh okay. But I, it's... I didn't know. Yeah. But I'm like, and that was, that happened around December, so right when I was getting my license and everything, so there was just a lot going on. And sure. I had my first day of training, and I was training with her for almost 12 hours, and then mm-hmm. that night, like, 9 p.m., she sends me a text, and she's like, I don't think this is going to work out. And I'm like, wait, what? what? <laughs> Okay, so it's just, it's interesting to see, you definitely come across, like, really good people in the industry, and you come across people who still haven't quite figured out how to be a business owner yet, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So. They, like, they're really good at what they do, but then it's, like, I mean, they don't have the you craft. Could be a, doesn't mean you should be a business owner. No. Like, you could be yeah. a worker. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Not everyone can be leaders. Some no. Be yeah. <laughs> It's hard, honestly, but, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> but you'll, you'll never forget that, what she did to oh, you, yeah. ever. I really, I never will, and, and that's the other thing, is, like, it was so hard for me, because to have some, like, to be so close to what you want, and then for somebody to just rip that away from you so easily, mm-hmm. like, a text message, so easily, yep. and I don't think that, I still don't think to this day that she understands the impact it had on me. Like, I was a mess. Like, I was, like, I, like, immediately, like, just cried all night long. And I'm, like, okay, like, is this even, like, am I a bad petition? Like, is this something that I did? Is this something that I said? You know, some, like, replaying the whole day in my head. And that's why it was so hard for me to make that jump at Fuchsia because, I'm, like, I've already been rejected by one girl here who said she didn't want me. And so for me to go and do that practical interview, it was seriously, like, so nerve-wracking because I'm I'm in my head, like... The whole time. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, that girl didn't want you. She probably doesn't want you either, you know? So it's it's such a... It's so hard, and it's such an industry like this, when it's so competitive, it's so easy to get down on yourself and to be like, I'm not as good as so-and-so or so-and-so, which is like, yeah, that might be true, but that doesn't mean that you can't get there, you know? Yeah. Well, I, like... forget that, but it makes me appreciate my job so much more. So much more, yeah. She's successful with her business, which I'm happy that she's successful, and 
looking back, like, I don't think that I would be happy if I was working for her now. So I know it all worked out, like, the way that it should. Yeah. I wish it wouldn't have happened, but I can only hope that, you know, that's a experience that she has and she doesn't do that to the next girl. Sure. You know, it's, sure. Uh, it's a trial and error, especially when you're a business owner. That's why I'm like... Yep not bringing anybody else into my business yet no yeah well and honestly yeah I haven't either and I don't think I will just because maybe it's a matter of you know having I personally will do independent contractors underneath me and I so $600 is that threshold of when you have to send them a 1099 but if you keep them underneath that um you literally like just have them as independent independent contractors so maybe it's a matter of like say you're busy or say you go out of town or say you have a lash girl that is now working underneath you and you trust her and you know her that she's gonna execute how you want her to then maybe you bring her but I mean other than that like I mean it it's just kind of a one-woman show and it's okay like that you know (laughs) like (laughs) No, yeah, it's kind of stressful sometimes just, like, ordering, making sure you're up to, like, with stock, everything you have, all the lash lengths you need, or, yeah. like, the products you need for facials or whatever. Sure. So that's really, like, the only reason I would probably bring someone in is just sure. to kind of help with stuff like that, but right. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm two years in, and I, I still feel like I have a long way to go before yeah. I, you know, am comfortable enough to basically, like... I don't know, be in charge of somebody else's income, you know, that's a right. responsibility. Yeah, like, oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it's just, it's really hard, and that's really where it gets tricky. Like, obviously, like, the accounting and the QuickBooks and doing mileage and doing expenses and doing all these other things are hard enough, and then marketing and all that, but then it's like <clears throat> when you have other people, then it's like, holy cow, this is a whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But, so I mean, I don't, I don't hold any grudges towards her. Like no. I know that it was like, it's just a learning experience for yep. her, and yep. it was a business that she was just opening, and maybe she just took the leap with me too soon. I sure. don't know, but um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of those things. I know that she was just starting out on, so it's like, yeah, it sucks. Do I want to be friends with her? No, but, like, if I see her out at the grocery store, I'm not going to, like... You'll be cordial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is one of those things, though, that you're just, like, okay, you live and you learn, you know, and then you just really chat through things, you know, before you actually, you know, if if something sounds fishy, it's probably fishy, you know, so... Yeah. um, Or you just really, like, sit and chat about it, you know, and then... I mean, honestly, if someone can't give you a straight answer in, like, five minutes, five to ten minutes of talking, like, something's up, you know? She's like, no, I'm okay. Like, (laughs) I'm going to keep doing me. And it's crazy how much shady things there are that, Mm -hmm. you know, people are really trying to, like, snake oil salesmen these monies out of people and all these different things that are going on. And it's just like, no, like, I'm just going to be ethical and, like, yeah, my normal do anything business. for money. Yeah. <laughs> when there's money involved, people are, like, they're a completely different person. Uh-huh. But it just goes back to the patience thing, you know, like, being patient with yeah. your clients yeah. and your clients being patient with you and yeah. being patient with your your bosses and, and whoever. It just, it all goes back to that patience thing. Yeah. And, and I feel like I've, I've grown a lot, especially being in this industry, like, being patient with people and... Yeah. 
Especially, except for when I'm on the road. Like, if I'm driving, <laughs> that's the only time I'm ever not patient. Yo, people, people are like, crazy here, though. I, I literally have a podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Like, people, like, don't know how to drive. Like, right. some lady, like, literally, I was driving home. This lady almost cut me off. So. No, literally. But she did, she did cut me off. I almost, like, No. Yeah. Emma, <laughs> Emma, literally, there was construction nearby our house, and Emma got honked at and flipped off and em- you know how Emma is and Emma's like came home and she goes almost in tears and like somebody honked at me and flipped me off I'm like Emma get over it that's how they are here <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous like, can't take it serious like that but yeah I seriously think like you know how in elementary school they had like the nine pillars of character and stuff like I yeah. thought I had my nine pillars of business ethics or just business in general like patience would definitely be one of them yeah you have to have it like if you don't you I mean you just really realize though like one people get money hungry or two they're just in it really for the sprint you know they're in it for the sprint whereas like I mean true business owner entrepreneurs are in it for the marathon you know and they're grinding it out and they're really like taking their time with things and they're getting to know their clients and they're doing this and they're doing that you know but I mean Sprint's not gonna yeah, win this just game get greedy. They, want, they want money and they want it now yep yeah, yeah. and then it's yeah. like now what you well you just go you went and spent all your money on that Gucci belt now what like <laughs> <laughs> no one needs a Gucci belt <laughs> no one yeah I agree <laughs> yeah I think um well, and I feel like it just comes down to humble beginnings, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I can speak for myself, but I mean, we didn't go to Highland High School with the Ritzy Ritz and, you know, we, I mean, our families had okay money, you know, not like mm-hmm. million, million dollars by any means. But I mean, I feel like just growing up like that, though, and knowing like, okay, these are just humble beginnings and this is where we came from versus like being born into our mothers wearing, you know, Gucci and Prada and, you know, all these different things. It's like, no, like, okay, we don't need that, you know, like, and I feel feel like we're very practical girls, (laughs) you know, and it's like, okay, like, yeah, we, we treat ourselves when we want to and, but Mm -hmm. we don't need like all these crazy things, you know, it's just like, okay, this is what I, this is what I'm going to treat myself with, and then that's it, you know, yeah. so, and some people will argue, like, my parents would be like, Kelly, you don't need those lashes, like, yeah. my dad, like, you don't need those lashes, I'm like, I know I don't need them, but mm-hmm. I want them. how I feel when yeah. I have them, uh-huh. like, it's just, it's, it's hard to describe, like, unless you've had lashes, you don't, you don't know, like, right. after that first set of lashes, or after a fill, you just, like, feel like a hundred bucks yeah, you know you yeah. just like feel like you can do anything like I leave my last appointment I'm like heck yeah like yeah. where are we going what uh-huh. are we doing? Like, you know like it's just it's hard to explain and that's and that's something that like you can't explain to like my dad like no. my dad doesn't know like guys right. guys don't understand they don't. that type of thing so it's like the things that other people think that you might not need like it's all about how how you feel yeah. like how it makes you feel and that's one thing I've noticed too is like okay, if I'm going to go somewhere, but I maybe not, I'm not going to feel comfortable in the situation. If I'm going to go like somewhere by myself and like a place I've never been before, if somebody invites me over to come to like their house or something, and I just know I'm not going to be comfortable. If mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to feel good doing it, I'm not going to do it. Right. And that's like one big thing that I've learned. It's just like 
since graduating high school and sure. like don't put yourself in situations where no. you don't feel good no you know it's not worth it's it hard sometimes you have to like yep. your brother's getting married or your sister's getting married and you're like i have to go to this wedding sure yeah. <laughs> yeah but when it comes to other things like yeah you, you have to really look out for yourself yep. first and that's a really hard thing to do as a business owner i find yep. myself like oh yeah i'll get you this product or i'll get you this product and like just kind of set the standards if you just yeah. set the boundaries, because, I mean, people will do whatever it takes to get what they want and to get it at the dollar amount that they want. But if you just set the dollar amount, you set the products, you say, okay, this is this, is this. you know, okay, obviously, if you have, like, a client who's you know, face, like, reacts a different way or is allergic to these different products, then, like, yeah, then maybe you have a separate set for that. But, I mean, if you just set that boundary, then they will respect you. Or they don't come to you and you're not, your feelings aren't hurt, you know? It's just, like, knowing your, knowing your value, knowing your worth, you're like, nope, like, this is the lowest I'll go, you know? And you don't even negotiate it, you know? It's not even, it's like going, and I always tell people this, um, but it's, really hard off the planning side or even anything in the event industry side people just always want to save a buck you know obviously weddings are very expensive um but I literally it makes me laugh because I'm like would you go to the gas station and ask somebody um can I actually get this gallon of gas for like a dollar instead like no you don't (laughs) you know it's like this is the price so pay it like if not like that's fine. Like, I mean... We're not in Mexico on the beaches. You, right. can't, you can't bargain with the, with the yeah. Mexican ladies about a dollar bracelet. Right. Dollar bracelet. That's how it is. No. Well, and, you know, and you know, I'm probably going to get a lot of pushback for saying that, but, I mean, it is what it is. Like, and I'm yeah. probably only one of the only few vendors in the industry that are going to be honest, but... You know, I everyone else is thinking it, so I'm just going to say it, because... Yeah. So I know... I know all these other planners, yeah, I know all these other people aren't going to go down, it's just like, you you just didn't want to say it, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing I learned when I first started doing lashes two years ago, I was like, just trying to get practice in, I was trying to get whoever I could in the door, you know, so I'm like, here I am doing like, oh, super, super discounted full sets, and just Mm -hmm. getting anybody in I can, because I want to practice, and whatever, and I want the clients, so when I first started out, I was doing like... $50 $50 full set for, like, high school kids, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know they can afford that, right. like, $50 is not that much, yeah. and, like, they can probably convince their parents to give it to them if they don't have their own job or whatever, but then I found myself six months later having just clients that don't respect me as much, you mm-hmm. know, that come mm-hmm. in with no lashes when they need a fill, and I'm like, I feel you have to have at least 40% of your lashes. Right. So people just, when you lower your price, other people look at you like you don't work, like you're not worth it. You're not worth it, yeah. That's a huge thing for business owners. We have to just stand our ground and be like, this is how it's going to be, and those are the clients you want. Those are the clients that you're going to get that are going to come to you, that are going to tell their friends and family about you, you know, that are going to post about you on social media and all that stuff. Like, you're getting such higher quality clients that are going to make you feel good and make you, like, feel good about your work that you're doing. Sure. Because I had one client, she was like, just 
nitpicking everything. Oh, and then, no. like, lashes, that, they're not perfect. They're not no. going to be perfect right away. Right. So she's just nitpicking everything. And I just, I had to, to drop her as a client because I'm like, sorry. It's one of those patience things. And one of those, I want it now and I want it, yeah. you know, I want it now. And other lash artists, there's so many other lash artists that can't accommodate to people like that. Right. And I'm just. I'm not that type of person. You're not that person, that can yeah. be like walked walked across, you know. And sure. if you start it there, like with the base price, yep. like they're trying to get you to lower their price, and like, okay, well, let's see what else I can get her to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't make you feel good. It might make them feel good, but it doesn't make you feel good. And at the end of the day, you have to take care of your own business. Yeah, that's yep. what's feeding yourself and yep. feeding your family, paying and your bills. Your your head, you yep. know, you're starting so your foundation. Yeah, you're starting your yeah. foundation for sure. So then, I mean, what kind of, like, tips or tricks, um, maybe before bed or, like, just in general do you have? I know you had shared some on Instagram stories, which I really do enjoy, so I think you should post more of those because I love seeing your beautiful face. I know. <laughs> I know. Thank you. I, it was definitely out of my comfort zone to do that, yeah. but um, I feel like, for me, I ever since I was 15, I had really bad skin and I'm like okay what can I do to fix it trying products trying products trying products Mm -hmm. but there's things that you can do at home to help prevent that so if you have a lot of acne or if you have wrinkles or if you have like dark spots the first thing is like sunscreen like wear sunscreen every single day on your face like even if it looks like a cloudy day like wear sunscreen even if you're like you just get in your car and walk into your call center job you know you're still driving in a car, you still have that sun on you. So sunscreen's a huge thing that I wish I would have started doing when I was younger because mm-hmm. 90% of your wrinkles are caused by the sun. Only ah. 10% is actually caused by aging. So, and a lot of people don't know that. So huh. people just, and you might not have wrinkles now, but eventually, you know, when you're 30, yeah. That's why Jennifer Aniston, you know, she also gets plastic surgery. That's why she looks like that. But still, right. like, if, you want, if you want your skin to look like that, you have to start taking care of it when you're 20, when you're sure. 30. Like, you really have to wear sunscreen every day. Yeah. That's going to help also if you have acne. Mm-hmm. It helps prevent further, like, irritation from the sun. Because the sun can cause flare-ups in your acne if you have, like, a certain type of acne. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the biggest thing is, like, wearing sunscreen every single day. Another thing that I learned when I started school was to wash your face twice at night. So it, like, kind of sounds weird, but if you're, like, me, where you wear a lot of makeup, Uh what I do is I wash my face once with just, like, a creamy cleanser, get all my makeup off first, and then I go in, and sometimes I'll use that same cleanser again, or I'll use, like, maybe a more aggressive cleanser. But that first cleanse is going to remove all your makeup. Even if you don't wear makeup, it's going to remove um, the oils and the sweat just throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, also, pollution from just walking outside. Those sure. things in the air that corona. you need to make sure you wash off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corona. <laughs> um, so, that first cleanse is going to basically strip your skin of everything that you have on it, okay. especially if you're wearing makeup. Okay. And then the second cleanse is what's really going to actually get into your pores and it's really going to what's really going to help your skin look better. Mm. And um, I had a friend who I told her about it. When I first started school, I was like, oh, my gosh, you need to start doing this. Like, I just started doing this, like, cleansing at night twice. Yeah. So I told her to do it. I was with her at her house, and she's like, look, every time I wash my face at night, oh, like, I still see makeup on my towel. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, then you're not getting my makeup off. Right. So I was with her, and I was like, okay, wash your face. So she washed her face. 
towel, dried it off, and it's like, okay, wash it again. She's like, what? I was like, wash it again. Just yeah. trust me. Yeah. So she washed it again, and she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, your face just feels so much better, especially yeah. when you're going to bed. You want to make sure that your skin is, like, as clean as possible when you're going sure. to bed. Yeah. So the thing to follow that is to change your pillowcase very frequently. A lot of people don't do that, too. Oh. Um, I have... <laughs> Personally, I have, like, eight pillowcases Yeah. Um, that I, like, just kind of Most rotate of. through. But yeah. I change my pillowcase every other day. So I'll sleep on one side, flip it over the next day, sleep on that, and then I'll change it. Um, and it sounds like super high maintenance, but if you're, especially if you're struggling with acne, you have to make sure that you're doing that. Sure. Um, because it makes such a big difference. Like I said, when you sleep at night, you want to make sure your face is as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. Um. And then people like to touch their face at night when they go to bed. Yeah. So what I do is I wear long sleeves to bed, usually like a long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of pull my sleeves over my hands. Okay. And if I feel like I need to have my hand resting on my face, uh-huh. my t-shirt's covering my hand. So it's not even my hand on my face. Sure. So it's just a yeah, layer between. Yeah. Like the equipment's like a blanket, but like yeah, sometimes yeah. if you don't wash your blanket every day, you don't know how clean that is either. So right. if you're wearing a new shirt to bed every night, then you know it's clean and so those are like those three things or those four things like have really, really made a difference. And you don't even have to be using like medical grade or pharmaceutical grade products sure. to see a difference in your skin. If you're washing your face twice at night with you know clean and clear or whatever you use at the store like you're still going to see a difference from that so those are some tips that I have that I tell all my clients um because it really does make a difference so what the heck I didn't even think about washing your face twice though that's like I know really cool (laughs) yeah it's crazy and that's just like that's how you get the best of your product too because if you wash your face once with really expensive cleanser that you just bought sure like if it's not even good in your face then like kind of what's the point so I tell people like maybe use a cheap cleanser first if you want to use a cheap cleanser use a cheap cleanser as your first cleanse to get yeah. your makeup off yeah and then go in with like a more aggressive like depending on what your skincare concerns are um cleanser or even use that same cleanser again if if that's all you use but yeah try doing that especially if you wear a lot of makeup yeah. And seriously, it makes a huge difference. Like, my friend that tried doing that, she saw a difference in her skin within, like, a week. Like, she just, she I'll saw it start that. to clear up. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy. And so then, I know. yeah, I mean, how can we help you? Um. So, my Instagram is basically where I get all my clientele. It's where all my work is. So, my Instagram is the biggest thing. Um, just following, commenting, reposting on my on your story. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing too that that helps me in my business is if you're a client that you come in to see me for a service. Yeah. Take pictures afterwards, or oh, you know, yeah. post like take take a selfie and tag me in it, and mm-hmm. that like just really gets other people like to click on my page and see what else I offer. Because even if you get a facial with someone. Sure. You post that you just got a facial with me. Mm-hmm. If one of your friends looks on my page, like, oh, actually, I've been meeting a new lash girl. You know, right. just, that's that's the biggest thing. Also, just like telling your friends and family. Like, I have friends I went to school with who told you lashes that uh-huh. they tell their coworkers or their patients about me, and yeah. so that helps me too. Word of mouth is is huge, but huge, most yeah. of my stuff is is on Instagram because that's where I have documented pictures All your stuff. of what, like yeah. what I actually do, you know. Sure. So. Yeah, that before and after, which I, I love those pictures. I think they're so cool. 
Yeah, I know. I love them too. So satisfying. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for being on. I appreciate our chat that, you know, not a lot of us can have with each other, you know, and you just get it, honestly. (laughs) Um, I'm a very very straightforward person. No, and that's what I love, because I am too. And some people, Yeah. yeah, I mean, may just be like, oh, man, she is mean, mean, mean. And I'm like, no, I'm just real. We're just real people. It's like... Yeah, and we're trying to help you, too. Right, right, right. in the industries that we're in. Like, if we are mean in any way, like, if if you feel like we come across that way, it's because we care about it because we want to help you. And that's, like... And, and we know. Like my mom, like, if my mom was listening, she'd probably say the same thing. Like, yeah, Yeah. I was mean to you growing up because I care about you. You know, it's like... It's so true, it all comes, like, full circle. Isn't it funny, though, how you see now, like, okay, it makes sense why my mom was being mean in quotations to me, because you just get it. And I know, like, that's how we're going to be when we are mothers, you know, because yeah, how, because yeah. we're going to create little me and you's, and that's going to be horrible. I, I just know. can't even oh, have, imagine a little baby. Five years. Oh, all of our other friends are having, already had babies. Right. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't even take care of myself. I barely eat eat once a day right like, oh my gosh my, my kids are screwed you gotta give me a few more years right. to get that on the block so crazy well I appreciate you I'm sure I might have you on here for a second a uh, part two if there's any other um beauty tips or tricks or maybe even trends maybe that I'll have you on for next time um or if there's ever any time when you're like hey can I just pop on real quick like the answer is always yes. <laughs> so, um, awesome. yeah, thank you again for being on today. And like I said, I'll let you know when this is up and I'll shoot it out on Instagram stories, tag you in it, make sure you have the link to it. Um, but yeah, thank you for being on today. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a fellow business entrepreneur. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for thinking of me. Of course. Yes. Like I said, it's times like these when we, really got to build that community, you know, and really band together, because, um, it's yeah. hard, it's hard out there, for sure, so, yeah, um, it'll get better, it'll it get will, better. I'm optimistic, yeah. we can get through this, but I will yeah. chat with you soon, and have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday, thank you, you too, thank so you. good to talk to you, you too, talk to you soon, okay, okay. bye, bye. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it so however I can help you guys however I can bring you more value um perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear just let me know thank you guys bye